Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. What is going on everybody it's your boy a double and you're tuned in to what is this episode 58 59 of do rags and boat shoes uh something like that i'm bad at these numbers but um shout out to everybody uh who's been listening and who's been sharing and uh you know who's been affected by the podcast uh good or bad right or wrong uh indifferent uh you know just shout out to you for listening taking the time out to listen to listen uh hopefully everybody had a great um you know uh thanksgiving holiday seen a lot of uh folks talking about they ain't gonna celebrate uh thanksgiving and all this other shit well you know just spend time with your family because most of the shit was closed uh you know what was fucked up though uh i was uh talking with uh there's a there's a young boy uh that always you know uh chop it up with and try to give him some life advice kind of reminds me of me at that age a real young kid at uh, one of the stores I delivered to. He works at a Walmart. And uh, he was talking about uh, how Walmart stopped paying them holiday pay for Thanksgiving because the store is open. And uh, I just thought that was just truly fucked up. That is very fucked up to not get paid for Thanksgiving. And you know what it's going to turn into. Uh, you know, we saw this happen you know with uh with black friday you know starting to creep it kept getting earlier and earlier you know these past few years you know once the economy slid down and it started creeping back up a little bit you know uh, you would have uh some stores opening up at 4 a.m doors open at 4 a.m you like shit on friday morning and then they started dialing it back a little bit more oh uh, doors open at midnight and you're like what the fuck and then it was doors open at 10 p.m and now all of a sudden walmart just says fuck it and stays open and now they're and then target you know starts having door busters at six o'clock and so i'm saying that to say this that you know it's going to start creeping into fucking uh christmas now you know if it keeps on like this but there's still there's still hope uh my wife and i went up to target over on the north side over there um you know for Sorensen uh to pick up a vacuum they had a dyson for uh cheap uh you know it was like 150 bucks off i mean you can't beat that the damn things last forever and they have a great warranty so we get up there about uh, a little bit before six you know before the doors open and honestly we were like the 20th 25th people uh in line like it wasn't a bad line at all they had a shitload of cops up there um they gave out tickets for hot ticketed items like you know uh some tvs they had some bullshit ass westinghouse tvs for sale uh for real cheap some big ones for like 200 some odd bucks 
um but yeah they they did it smart you know handing out those tickets and shit like that i heard the uh walmart down north uh you know they had some issues some people got trampled and pushed over uh not people but actual uh workers there and uh yeah it's just fucked up that they don't get you know holiday pay for working that day you know what i'm saying and i was talking to a couple other folks at some walmarts uh that i was delivering to and they were talking about that um that you know they really couldn't do shit because uh you know they had to you know hurry up and eat with their family in the, the early afternoon and then they had to be to work you know at 5 five thirty, you know to get ready for the doors opening up at six o'clock and then working from like six to ten or something something crazy like that and uh you know uh you know just i know you got to do what you can to keep the lights on but uh you know hopefully those these people can find you know something a better job and hopefully it's just a stepping stone you know for because a lot of these folks are real young and i believe most of them are in school that i was chopping up game with and talking to and dropping jewels with them uh you know hopefully this is just a stepping stone for them you know to further their professional career or you know just keeping the lights on while they're in school so you know only that's the only people who should be working at walmart you know it's like younger folks uh trying to you know get through get through school older folks who are retired who just need something to do and then if you're an adult you know just need some part-time cash you know nobody should just be working there full time trying to keep the lights on at walmart because they, they will shit on you boy they will shit on you most retail jobs will shit on you especially during the holiday season have you working all these crazy hours and then january hit when it slows down like real real slow you know you're going from working from 45 50 hours a week you know raking in them you know 10 hours of overtime 10 20 hours of overtime depending on if you get paid weekly or bi-weekly and then all of a sudden the, the when january hits or right after christmas you fucking you know working 15 hours a week so you know you know that's that's all i say but hopefully the trend continues of people really not supporting black friday like that because uh you know it wasn't a madhouse at the walmart i mean at the target that i was at other folks was hitting me up telling me that you know walmart you know up the street up in irvington up on 99th uh it wasn't bad at all and uh it was just a global consensus that you know black friday wasn't crazy on thursday and it wasn't crazy on friday too around the country so hopefully uh retailers will look at that and be like hey you know maybe we should just chill and just do black friday as opposed to black thursday so all right so let's go ahead and get started on this good old summer jam screen i guess the first thing i'll put up there um hopefully you guys read the article on harper's bazaar uh they did a op-ed piece um i don't even think it's a opinion editorial but they did a piece on uh gabrielle union uh she has a movie almost christmas coming out and she was talking about um how she you know wished that birth of a nation would take off so she could actually open up dialogues and do uh you know a press run you know uh not only talking about you know black empowerment but also speaking about you know uh, sexual assaults and uh you know she was you know kind of you know saying that you know it's sad that it has become this and all this other shit but if you go back and look at it you know uh she kind of shitted on the brother nate parker too to help kind of fuel that boycott of birth of a nation so 
you know hindsight is always 2020 um i just thought that was an odd part you know just seeing it's like okay so now you feel like this now and all this other shit um you know when you were speaking about on him you know well alluding to you know you didn't support these actions and things of that sort which actually you know the white media ran with it uh some of these coons ran with it you know they was you know all aboard that train you know flapping their papers like hey look at this article look at this article and you know now you know she wanted to educate more people and bring a uh, sexual assault awareness you know to the to the masses you know but didn't happen not too many people supported the film and uh you know it is what it is uh that's pretty much all i gotta say about that you know don't go bashing you know the filmmaker you know while before the movie even comes out you know uh you know do that shit afterwards you know um you could even spoke about it during the press release you know while the movie was still doing good because it had a great head of steam before you know people started going back and digging into um nate parker's uh you know past allegations even though you know he he got off scot-free and the evidence showed that you know there wasn't a sexual assault that took place um but i feel like i'm beating a dead horse you know a lot of times black folks do shoot themselves in the foot uh to uh get some white acceptance and to be accepted by the mainstream and get some attention hey look at me look at me look at me i'm shooting myself in the foot or i'm throwing another black person up under this bus because i need you to pay attention for me and give me a hug and a kiss on the cheek so that's pretty much all i really have to say about that um let's see here um Let's talk about your man's Dylan Roof. So he is exercising his right to uh, be his own attorney or act in his own defense uh, in the Charleston shooting. So the domestic terrorist Dylan Roof, who I believe repeated the ninth grade twice. I know he dropped out of the ninth grade, but he repeated the ninth grade twice. They were trying to the defense was trying to uh, get the judge to basically throw out uh, the death penalty, saying that he was mentally uh incapable of understanding the circumstances and all this other shit which was straight up bullshit because he wrote a fucking manifesto about why he did what he did and uh you know i just feel like dylan roofs um his his defense is pretty much going to be shaming black folks um and just repeating white supremacist rhetoric that's all i feel like it is i feel like his opening statements would be like what about black on black crime these people are animals these people are they're men they rape our women at 300 times higher rate than white men rape other white women and, you know just just dumb shit like that using some stormfront uh statistics and shit like that so we'll see how this case uh turns out i mean he's facing state and federal charges and uh both of them do have the death penalty he's not getting off uh but i will be pissed if he gets hit with something like uh he'll go to like some psychiatric um uh, you know uh uh, camp or some shit like that where he's basically just hanging up hanging out at a fucking tennis club resort type place and have to talk to a fucking therapist you know two hours out the day you know so uh fuck that guy may he rot in hell and fuck the media for always talking about uh, he he's accused he's accused this motherfucker admitted to everything so how is he accused i know he's guilty i know his uh 
you're innocent until proven guilty. I was about to say guilty until proven innocent, but that's for black folks. Uh, but yeah, you're innocent until proven guilty. Uh, guilty, my bad. Uh, guilty uh, for uh, being white, you know. And uh, you know he he admitted to it. He fucking admitted to it. So get the fuck out the paint. You know, just keep you know uh, get you know just keep giving him that rope. Just keep giving him that rope, and he's gonna hang himself. You know. Uh, he, this is the best thing for for black folks to uh, for the families actually to seek justice um, in this case. Uh, it, I'm still disgusted about how the arresting officers or detectives, you know, stopped at Burger King to get this motherfucker something to eat. But you know that was nothing but a small token of their appreciation for him. Uh, you know, fighting uh, the quote unquote uh, good fight for white folks. You know, for white supremacists. So just wild fucking crazy as cat shit man uh i got pulled over on uh thanksgiving uh i know that's a weird transition but i just thought of this right now i got pulled over on thanksgiving stopped by my grandma's after work um with my wife uh you know got a plate of food uh you know chopped it up with my, my grandma and my uncle for a little bit my mom dukes she had to work so i got a plate of food to go for her uh you know she had some turkey um all the fixings and she hooked my mom up with some chitlins you know that's just that mississippian and them uh, i don't fuck with chitlins i ain't fuck with chitlins since i was shit i don't know about 10 10 years old yeah when i found out what they was because i used to be fucking them up with some hot sauce or some ketchup i ain't even gonna lie i used to be fucking them pig guts up but I still fuck up a pork chop three ways a Sunday. But uh, so anyway, uh, Ma Duke, she uh, she 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 stays over south. And uh, my uncle was like, hey, can you give me a ride down to this party? You know, he wanted to party with his folks. I'm like, yeah, cool. It's on the way. Uh, it's right by our apartment. But first, let me stop by Mom Duke's, you know, going over there uh, and drop this uh, food off at her place at her house. And uh, so we're heading over south and cops pull up behind me. And we're at a light. I'm just chilling. We talking. We talking about uh, politics, all this other stuff. And uh, light turns green. Head right through. They hit them cherries and berries on me. I'm like, what the fuck? And so I go through. So we go through the intersection, like I said, and they pull me over about two blocks down the road, um, over south. And the guy comes up. He's like, man, you just ran a red light. I'm like, what the fuck you talking about? I'm like, I ain't run no red light. And my wife is like, she's looking like, are, are you fucking serious? And my uncle, he's in the back like, like my nigga, I don't think you ran no red light. I'm like, I didn't. You know, but he comes up laughing about the shit like, man, you just ran a red light in front of me <laughs> back there. And I'm like, nah, nah, okay. But anyway, he takes my information, you know, sees my, I'm, I'm, I'm clean as a fucking whistle, you know, and they they can't do shit to me so it's just like all right have a good night but i'm just like like how are you just gonna blatantly lie like that like that just fucked with me the whole night just straight up fucking lied on me he just said oh you just ran a red light i'm like dog we were sitting at the light light turned green and pulled off but if i was by myself i think i would have fought it a little harder even though i just got a warning but it was just I don't know, it was just some bullshit, but maybe if I was by myself, you know, I might have got the shit beat out of me or something like that, you know, maybe it was too many witnesses or, you know, maybe it was because, you know, I had my uncle with me and my wife with me, 
you know it's it's whatever but man y'all gotta watch some of these cops out here though man because i'm like i swear to god i didn't run no fucking red light light turned green i'm cruising through go past like two streets and then he gonna hit me with the cherries and berries i'm like are you fucking serious but you know it's whatever it is what it is like i said just watch these cops i feel like i should put a fucking uh, uh put a dashboard cam on my truck in the front end and put a fucking bumper camera in the back too uh just to cover my ass but you know what it's whatever you know uh i was clean as a whistle um ain't shit you can really do to me you know unless you make up some false shit but you know it's whatever uh but moving on uh we gonna stick on the topic of crazy white folks um so we talked about dylan roof uh, we talked about the cops lying on me um so i know y'all seen the video there was this white woman named jennifer boyle who was in a michael's store in chicago chicago and she was claiming that she was being discriminated against by two uh sisters uh about a dollar reusable bag i, I hope y'all seen this this video and she is just she is just just crazy as crap cat shit she's like i voted for trump and you're like what the fuck they gotta do with anything and then she's like i seen you guys uh what are you guys gonna jump on me now because i voted for trump and uh, you're like dude what the fuck is wrong with you so she keeps on ranting about being discriminated against and then she flips out on the woman and the and her child for uh filming the incident and she's just going off she ain't paying for shit she's just still snapping and i think i think the woman is you know she's definitely mentally unstable but i think somebody may hold on to her money for her i don't think she's a functioning adult they said she worked at some job before and she would have these kind of rants and shit like that uh but there's another video of her too flipping out on some pete's uh coffee shop workers employees and she's doing the same thing and uh she's like flipping out on them and then she's like uh, well i just didn't have my wallet and all this other shit and i'm thinking you know maybe she tried to pull the same shit at michael's because you, you don't see the beginning of the video like the of the transaction when she was with the cashier because she's claiming that the the black cashier the sister was trying to make her uh buy a reusable bag or something like that and uh and so she's just going off and then she keeps calling the cops and 911 ain't taking her seriously but this is what's kind was kind of dangerous here though but she started calling the uh uh she started harassing people you know people who's just looking and then the woman filming her she's like why don't you go home to your husband you're probably mad because your husband is cheating on you and you like like what the fuck is wrong with you and uh so she's still just flipping out and uh so this woman keeps filming it and then uh so she calls the cops again and then she starts using these dog whistles she's talking about uh two black women are discriminating against me they are ganging up on me and so basically she thinks she's calling the cops and going to get a couple of race soldiers to come down there and back her up that's what a lot of white folks like to do suspected white supremacists like to do on the low you know they'll start saying uh, they'll they'll identify people of color you know especially black folks and then they'll start using vague phrases like they and you're like well nobody trying to fucking gang up on this woman but that that she was that's what she was trying to do basically calling some reinforcements you know to lay the hammer down and abuse some black folks that's what she really was trying to do she didn't want justice she just wanted revenge and uh 
yeah and it's just the wildest shit though like if you listen to like it's like a 10 minute video 10 12 minute video and she is just flipping the fuck out but then you got to look at the uh the gofundme jig so the woman uh who basically uh filmed the whole thing she started up a gofundme page uh for the two sisters uh and it was only supposed to be about um excuse me it was only supposed to be for four hundred dollars and uh this damn thing as of right now let me check it is raised over twenty four thousand seven hundred and seventy dollars and this was raised by seventeen hundred and forty two people in two days uh so let's see here the woman filming her name is jesse grady okay so uh let's see here let me read it to y'all uh, so thank you so much for your support this is amazing our goal, goal has been far exceeded i'm overwhelmed by your generosity and giving me hope i have been speaking to the manager i'm raising this gift for about what to do with the additional funds uh i want this to be her decision to empower her to meet the needs of her family and her and of her community it's not my place as a white woman to do that for her this is truly an amazing inspiring creative woman and leader i felt that standing next to her and even more so that i've gotten to know her she put her small design business on hold to focus on a steady income as a manager at michael's to support her family as part of a small business she knit scarves and hats for homeless teens in chicago every year uh this one this is one of the few things i've learned from her generosity and kindness from our conversation she said i want my master's in psychology so i can become a guidance counselor to stand with our youth she dreams of opening a boarding school for disadvantaged youth to teach the skills they need to reach their potential uh, this is how we can heal humanity transferring these ideas to our youth it's not just a song the children are our future uh, for now i am keeping the donation page up because i want to help her meet these goals and feel valued and supported by her community and i want to send a strong message that this sort of behavior is not acceptable i personally want to thank uh you all so much for your support i don't think that the lady who hurled this abuse at the manager that day realized who she was dealing with strong powerful determined women willing to make a change but this is bigger than that one outburst and i'm glad you are working with us towards a positive goal i had no idea when i stopped in that store to buy a santa hat for my baby that i would meet such an amazing person who i now consider a friend and ally I feel like the two of us together are already forming a team of change and I will keep you updated on our plans as we progress. Thank you all again for your support. You have restored my faith in humanity. This is bigger than this one incident. I appreciate all the messages of support and the people who said that this has inspired them to speak up against hatred. Thank you. Okay, so I know a lot of y'all listening are like, oh, this warms my heart. Oh, this is such a good white woman for putting up this GoFundMe page. But I want to fucking know how much money will the sister get, the manager who had to deal with this bullshit? How much will she get out of these 24 racks? That's what I want to know. Okay, I know you might be like, hey, double, you a motherfucking pessimist. But remember, uh, there was an issue before with a uh, young man, a uh, young brother who... Uh, he he biked somewhere uh to get somewhere to uh, 
to school or some shit like that either to school or he lost somebody and a white woman started a gofundme page and it raised over 100 racks or something like that and then he was trying to take it out but then the woman was like no let's put it in a trust and all this other stuff and then so gofundme was like well you don't know what to do with the money we just gonna hold on to it for now so then he had to lawyer up and all this other shit so i don't want this situation to turn into that but i'm referencing that for this and uh i don't know this reminds me of when uh granddad on uh, the boondocks was like if a white person call you a nigga you know you get two hundred fifty thousand dollars on a white woman he said something like that but uh <laughs> i, I I just I just hope that this sister does get this money and it does change her life for the better. Uh, you know, so many people, so many of our sisters out here do have to deal with bullshit, you know, left and right and all the time. Man, if this woman don't start walking by my goddamn window, goddamn. I got this nosy ass neighbor who's always walking by my fucking I got this big ass bay window in my living room of, uh, of our apartment. And I swear people just like to walk up and down it. Uh, with their dogs and shit and so i wave at them like when they be looking in here but this woman didn't walk by about three four times with her dog but yeah i make it very very awkward like if i'm in here cooking because it's pretty much it's it's like a flat my apartment is and uh so if i'm got the window up the shade up and uh i'm cooking and people just walk by i'll walk directly up to the window and i'll just wave at them and stare at them in their face awkwardly so a lot of people get the hint like quit looking in my fucking apartment don't walk right up to the fucking window looking in here you know you can look but don't walk up to the goddamn fucking window like you're looking at a fucking zoo exhibit or some shit like that but anyways um back to uh this gofundme shit i feel like it's a jig you know i could be wrong uh hopefully this woman uh does you know what's right and you know donate it to this sister and help her jumpstart her dreams and uh, get her business up off the ground and stop dealing with bullshit because you go through some bullshit working retail especially during the holiday season you deal with some fuck shit and i remember uh when i got my uh I ain't gonna say my Negro wake-up call, but I dealt with a coon firsthand. I was 19, and that's one of the reasons that the do-rags and boat shoes, uh, the black fist, the black Omaha fist has 19 stars on it because that's when I woke up. But, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you the incident. I was working at Target on Saddle Creek. <clears throat> I don't think I told this story before. But, uh, so I was working at Target on Saddle Creek. Uh, I was, uh, in charge of electronics. I wasn't just working back there, but I was like... Uh, an associate team lead type shit so not officially a team lead but it was called a specialist electronic specialist um so i'm back there and this was when i was 19 so this was shit 14 15 14 years ago 14 years ago and um and so yeah this was 2002 might have been yeah i was 19 just turned 19 uh when i got that promotion so um, I'm back there and this is when they started making flat screen TVs, but this is when they was they still had the big backs, but they had the flat screen. Okay. And you then you started having those um those uh it wasn't the red, yellow, and white cords, you still had those, but it was like the uh the red, blue, and the green cords or whatever to get you like somewhat high definition or whatever. And uh and so we had all these flat screen TVs, you know, they still had the fat backs on them. But uh, this, this older black woman comes in with her granddaughter and she's like, oh, with these TVs, how do I, um, you know, how do I get 
you know, my regular, you know, TV over the airwaves. You know, this is when we still had the antennas and you didn't need the digital boxes and shit like that. You know, it was just still going, you know, through the airwaves. It wasn't a digital signal. So I tell her, I'm like, oh, it's just like, you know, the old school, you know, tube TVs, you know, with the round, the old school round, uh, you know, fronts that some folks, you know, some older folks still have them big ass fucking 40 inch, you know, ones that's on sitting on the floor that's, that's connected to an entertainment stand. Some people still got them. But um, so I tell her, I'm like, oh, you, you can just use your regular antenna and you'll be good to go. You know, and you'll start picking up, you know, signals from, you know, uh, Channel 7. Uh, channel 3 channel 6 42 and uh channel 15 and uh the uh pbs networks and i showed her i'm like you know i because I, I had a uh an open uh antenna back there in the in the boat we used to call it the boat the electronics boat and uh so uh because it was you know you had the glass case in front of you and behind you with the register so it felt like you were in a boat but that's that's a different story okay so you got some background there and so i showed her i hooked it up and i'm like yep this is all you got to do you know i unplugged the the cable and i hooked up the uh the antenna and boom you know i started flipping through channels and showing her she's like okay let me speak to your manager i'm like whoa fuego take right here i was like oh, okay and uh i was like and, and so i called the manager over it was a guy named steve a ginger uh and he comes back there and she was like yes uh excuse me how 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 do i get a signal over the airwaves uh you know how do i get a signal with my antenna on one of these newer tvs and uh steve looks at me and he looks at her and he's like well uh, didn't Adrian explain it to you already? And she and she's just like, uh, she was like, uh, I think so. But how do I do it? He's like, well, yeah, all you got to do is hook this antenna up to the back, you know, uh, reposition the bunny ears, and there you go. And she was like, oh, thank you so much, Steve. And she looked at me and gave me the dirtiest look that she could possibly give. I mean, if looks could kill, I'd be dead at 19. I'm telling y'all right now. And, and that's when and she just she was just so happy looking at this white man like oh my god you saved my fucking life and that's when i was just like it's really coons out here like this and it just really got me that whole situation right there just how that woman stared at me and like i wasn't shit like i just you know like i spit on her mama's grave and you know uh shit in her daddy ashes you know in his urn and and that's when i really just started reading and trying to grow and understand uh the dynamics between uh black americans with their you know relationship with americans and with with america and with white folks and that's when i really just i went i went i ain't gonna say woke but that's when i started just you know reading and you know getting in our I, I remember picking up you know the autobiography of malcolm x and just reading his story and just really trying to understand you know how did we get here how do we get to this fucking point where because just how i grew up my uh, family's from mississippi and you know um they would tell me all these horror stories you know uh dealing with racism even up here in uh in omaha and dealing with shit down there and i always thought that black folks were united you know and then you then i then i dealt with that because i never experienced that before you know and uh just how she I, you know that that image is still is just burned in my head this woman 
This was an older black woman, but she had a Halle Berry cut. And just the way that she was looking at Steve, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, she was looking at this man like he was Jesus Christ himself. And she, and then she, when she looked back at me, she looked at me like I was the fucking devil or something. And I was just like, there are really black folks out here who are brainwashed like this. And that was just something that I, I couldn't understand. And I, and I just wanted to learn it, you know, like what the fuck is the, the mentality behind a coon? You know, and then I started getting into, you know, how uh, some uh, Jews in Germany, you know, would sell out other Jews and, you know, tell where they were hiding at to try to get in good with the Nazi regime. And then they ended up getting their ass uh, put, cooked in them uh, ovens, too. And it, it's just wild. But that's when I really I'm not going to say woke, but I kind of woke up and kind of stepped out of the matrix and started seeing you know life for what it is though so that's just a little history lesson for y'all just you know sharing something personal uh from me but yeah that shit just that, that really woke me up because i you know always thought that black folks were unified even though you know i dealt with um you know dealt with dirty cops back then um you know dealt with uh crips and bloods you know fighting and shit like that even getting in a couple brawls myself over dumb shit you know, I always thought it was just, I thought there was a unity, but nigga, I got a wake up call that day, boy. Woke smooth the fuck up. So, you know, that's all I really got to say about that. Let me see if there's anything else I could put up on this goddamn Summer Jam screen. Because I know I kind of went off on a rant, and you know, this kind of therapeutic for me. And then y'all learn a little bit of something extra about me. But yeah, I think that's it, though. Um, let's see here. Um,. Yeah, that's it. So I'm gonna uh, throw it to Hove. Don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. Thank you so much, uh, Tyrone Biggums. All right. So in this uh, segment of selling hope like dope, um, I guess we're gonna talk about being true to yourself and true to those that you're dealing with. Uh, Especially I want to talk to my young boys out there, uh, the youngins. Uh, th this is coming from a young OG. Uh, I'm, I'm up there. I am almost 63 years old. Um, but uh, my, my, my man's uh, my, my man's branded. Uh, I, I was asking about uh, some some engagement photo was flying around on Twitter a few days ago. Um, three four days ago some nigga got engaged and uh my, my nigga brandon was telling me that uh <laughs> this dude he stole thirty dollars and some and rent from some girl uh he uh he was a pretend feminist uh they ran the nigga off twitter and now he's engaged uh and i just you know it, it's it shouldn't be that bad in these streets in these tweets for a nigga to be stealing thirty dollars and some and some rent money, or you know, getting his rent paid, or whatever the fuck it was, and now he'll, you know, his his and fiance, you know, posted a picture of him on Instagram or whatever, and niggas was flaming him. You know, I I don't be in the know like you know a lot of folks, y'all young folks on Twitter, but it just really got me to thinking. You know, if you're honest with yourself, you're honest with those those ladies that you're dealing with. You know, you ain't really got to be, you know, out here finessing, you know, and finessing is just another word for scamming smoothly. OK, um, 
And there was a situation uh, where I, I know a brother who uh, was basically creeping. Uh, I ain't gonna put his name out there. He was basically creeping. Uh, got caught up on Facebook because his dumbass was, you know, uh, liking all of her posts and just, you know, friends with her and, you know, flirting with her in the comments and shit. And his wife, he found out and pretty much, you know, kicked the brother off to the curb. And uh, I said wifey, but not wife. You know, they weren't married. Uh, you know, just this main chick. And my thing is, this is a young, young guy too, 22, 23. And um, the thing is, in situations like that, you know, you're too young to be in a serious relationship, especially men, because you're in that you in that stage where you know you're trying to conquer any and everything, and you know you got all this energy, and you know you're just doing the most. You know, so you can't really be out here trying to, you know, be faithful, but then you fucking somebody, a few chicks raw on the side and stuff like that, you know, bring back an STD and shit like that. You, you're wilding. So you really need to be honest with her, uh, be honest with the other side pieces and giving him the benefit of the doubt. You know, he was honest with his side pieces. You know, they knew about his wifey, but the wifey didn't know, you know, so he should have he should have told the wife you should be honest always be honest um now i ain't gonna say you gotta be out here you know uh about your situation if you hurting that bad for you know fucking thirty dollars you know you stealing shit like that uh my g you need to you need to uh you know fill out that job application at walmart you know you need to really get it together if you hurting that bad for thirty damn dollars you know and um this 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 is a sad epidemic i feel like uh so many of our young brothers be out here uh you know trying to lay up on some woman's couch and hitting that ps4 all day and uh you know just waiting for her to get home and cook and uh throw him 20 dollars in the you know her car key you know driving her her whip all around town fucking little chicks trying to be cute and stuff like that and bumming other chicks wi-fi because his phone is off so I just want you brothers to be honest to yourself. So when you're honest to yourself, you you know you looking yourself in the mirror. You know cold hard facts uh, like fuck. I need a job. I need a whip, and I need my own spot. You know you get them things three things together. Okay, and you can just so you can start you know uh, dealing with the ladies a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Even if you ain't got a whip, you know take care take care of the the income and the shelter first you know you can always you always can uber jit me somewhere you know ain't no ain't ain't shit wrong with that so uh so just keep in mind get that get a fucking job you know just stop trying to be so damn cool and up here trying to get this hand-to-hand money and shit like that you can't be out here getting hand-to-hand money if you a half-hearted hustler you know what i'm saying if you if you up here just uh, you know, you're up here flipping that little $120, you know, every couple times, and then you're like, oh, I'm cool, let me go back, let me go back and get this 116th, you know, of a fucking rock, and try to stretch this shit out, you know what I'm saying, and try to sell it to some fucking swerves who don't know any better, so, or trying to do that goddamn meth hustle, and try to stretch that out, and you fuck around, and, you know, burn down the spot where you're cooking it at, but, the thing is if you ain't got the heart you you know you ain't about that grind stop being this little dirty ass half-hearted hustler you know just just stop it you can't do hand-to-hand money if you got a half a heart you know for the hustle so but 
you really have to start being honest with these women when you're in your player stage. You know, uh, that's why a lot of times you see, um, you know, you see some guys getting married at fucking 2021 20, or getting married right out of high school you know they enlist in the military or something like that come home and marry their high school sweetheart because you know that that's the first piece of pussy they didn't got you know he didn't like the way she sucked the dick i gotta marry her now and then you you know 10 years later you are you know 30 31 32 and you're getting a divorce you know what i'm saying and then you out here wilding being you know fucking 32 33 in the club up here trying to get some young pussy and all this other stuff and you you up here trying to do the latest dances but you in here harlem shaking to uh fucking uh kevin gates it's like come on son your, your age is showing you know so i'm just i'm just trying to give you some loving advice you know uh once you're once you got your shit handled and you in your player stage just be honest with the women like hey i'm dating i'm also dating you know i'm just dating around this ain't nothing you know monogamous you know or anything like that you know hey um, yeah i am seeing other prospects and things like that and i'm just having fun right now you know she asked you what that means it means i'm having fun and i'm seeing other women that's what it means it means you, we're not exclusive and you're not the only one you know a woman is going to appreciate that honesty whether she uh accepts it or respects it and leaves you know it, that's the only two things that's gonna happen you know and, you, and you're young you always got options shoot your fucking shot you know if you you know the chick don't respect it you know i mean she don't accept it but she respects it and moves on that's fine take that l keep it pushing don't be this dirty ass nigga who's up here oh fuck you bitch you old dirty pussy stinking asshole don't don't get on that shit don't get on that shit because that's nothing but bad karma the next thing you know ain't no chick returning your calls or nothing you know so don't be that dirty hurtful ass nigga out here so to recap stop selling hope like dope okay so stop selling these women dreams you know keeping them on the team and not letting them know that you out here fucking around and shit like that a lot of you niggas you know you can't handle it you know if a chick is you know uh go to coffee with a male co-worker or something like that you know what i'm saying but you out here fucking every uh every jane and fucking every fucking molly or whatever or shaniqua or whoever the fuck it is you know you slanging that community dick and they made a facebook page about you facebook group about you talking about how trash your dick is okay so be honest in your game be honest to yourself that's that's one of the main things you have to do you have to be honest with yourself look at your situation improve your situation and then once you're out in that dating realm you know be honest with them ladies you know what i'm saying and don't be no butt hurt ass nigga you know what i'm saying if she if she respects it and moves on you know fine take that l if she accepts it cool that's what's up but you have to be able to deal with her she might be talking to somebody else you know you can't be some old abusive ass nigga talking about i can see who i want but bitch you better be home you know by this time and ain't nobody better be at your place or i'm gonna beat the fuck out of you or burn down your house or some shit like that because you some insecure ass nigga you're out here having fun enjoy your life and y'all niggas stop getting married so fucking early you know go out there experience a bunch of pussy i'm not saying but wrap that shit up you know and just and deal date a whole bunch of different women that's the one most important thing i can tell you date different women different economic classes um just different races i will say that and just 
you know pull those different traits and like oh i like the way that she cooks i like the way that she does this i like the way that she's all about her money and then that's when you can really start searching for a soulmate and seeing who are you really compatible with you know what i'm saying so that's what i really want you fellas to you know you young boys to really do now if you my age you know nigga you 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 shouldn't be wasting no females time if you nigga if you 30 and up you shouldn't be wasting no woman's time now i can see like if she's younger you know what i'm saying if you into that you're dating a younger chick but if you dating a woman that i would say if you're 30 and she's like 27 plus nigga don't waste her time you you dating her to marry her or to build something with her you know what i'm saying you that has to be serious off rip my g but if you in your 20s you know what i'm saying uh and i'm not saying waste her time but you're trying to figure out what you like and what traits you want in a woman and you know a lot of times you know dealing with different women it helps bring out the best in you and uh helps you be the man that you need to be for the perfect woman that's going to be compatible with you so that's why i'm saying that so that's pretty much all i got to say and you know stop being so these little stop being so dirty and dusty out here this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so uh holding this l is uh these uh these white folks that are uh speaking about giving trump a uh the benefit of the doubt uh giving him a chance um you know uh there was a tweet from carl reiner he's gonna have to hold this l also and I, this is proving that racism is a team sport uh, you know i've said this before uh, dr claude anderson always argues this point and it's a great point it is racism is a team sport it isn't bad it's just you want your group to win you know and black folks still don't understand that uh you know instead of competing you know we bitching and complaining and trying to get some attention for equality and every other group is like you know you better get in this race and win something and the fight should be for reparations and then then we'll start competing at a high competitive level but carl reiner carl reiner the uh, actor he tweeted uh what was this yesterday or earlier today he said i a jew was willing to give trump a chance till i heard his chief of staff say he'd not allow his kids to go to a school if jews attended so let's dissect this tweet so basically a jewish man is saying that he would have gave trump a chance if he didn't shit on if his chief of staff didn't shit on jews you know he was all right with the with him building a wall to keep the mexicans out the uh, having this uh, list to register muslims and pretty much just always shitting on black folks it shows that racism is a team sport and you're like oh but he's talking about jews jews are Jew jews are jew being jewish is a religion and it is a religion but carl reiner is a white man okay so that's why i say that racism is a team sport he's sitting inside his jewish faith to basically support a white supremacist until he shitted on jews until his chief of staff shitted on jews and that's that's the logic behind a lot of these folks who are out here talking about give trump a chance and all this other bullshit and um nope nope you you got it you know that's one of those things i do you you got it you know you, you got it i'm gonna I'm sit this one out player you know you, you got it you know y'all deal with that nonsense i'm gonna try to get my people together and uh keep educating them on dog whistle politics and how to combat this uh bullshit ass system that we live in instead of uh dealing with uh 
instead of living and accepting white supremacy we should replace it with a system of justice that's how it always goes so you know all these trump supporters uh not even trump supporters but these these fake liberals uh talking about give trump a chance and all this other bullshit and nonsense uh, you know y'all gonna hold y'all gotta hold this l you're gonna have to fight your own fight um you're this we ain't jumping in this black folks don't jump into this black folks just focus on yourselves and people that you know look like you and let's get our voting game together okay that's what we need to do you know you let these folks figure it out it's like uh it's like you see uh two people fighting and uh one person is getting their ass with me like hey come over here and help me out and then you're like okay so you jump in there to help you know you conquer you know the the, the person that was get, that, that was doing the ass whooping and then the person you helped you know come along you know and they start fighting you afterwards so that's why you just got to leave it alone let them figure it out black folks we have to hit the gym politically and economically okay that's the way we got to hit the gym politically and economically and all you other folks who trying to get black folks to jump on this uh trump train uh hold this l you win perfect all right so moving on to not all heroes wear capes um i ran into an old banker that i used to have um not too long ago when i was out on my route delivering and uh i'm gonna just tell this story about how sisters have looked out for me so you know these uh well it was two sisters and a latina uh hispanic uh lady who looked out for me so a few years back um got in some you know i got in some trouble with the law couldn't find a job and my uh my bank account closed my first national account closed you know was overdrawn because i was just dealing with hand-to-hand money and i was like fuck that that's not a priority you know i need a motherfucking roof over my head okay so this was a few years back so you know i'm sleeping in my truck you know hauling shit around uh you know for you know 50 dollars here 75 dollars here doing temp work and shit because i couldn't get a you know a, a square job because of the charge that i had on my uh, on my record and uh, even though it was only uh, a misdemeanor but you know being black with a misdemeanor in the state of nebraska is like uh being a white man with a, a a felony and being registered a sex offender in nebraska so very tough to get a job right even warehouses job warehouse jobs was turning me down so account closed everything so you know i wrote a letter to the judge um mom dukes pulled some strings and uh and she you know uh got me set up with the judge you know to uh basically get my uh my get that charge you know sealed you know so it wouldn't pop up you know to uh, it's pretty much like wiping it clean it's still there but it's sealed you know nobody can open it unless uh unless somebody open that shit illegally you know like the fbi or some shit like that so employers can't see it so you know criminal record is clean so i'm back on my feet working at the mart and i'm like shit i need a checking account right <clears throat> so take a couple of paychecks i got about thirteen hundred dollars and uh and i'm like uh head over and i'm like you know i go down to the go down to the downtown branch of first national my sister's like you know she greets me and she's like hey you know how can i help you i'm like hey i used to have an account with you guys you know not too long ago it got charged off 
you know, it was only like charged off for like 200 bucks or some change or whatever. You know, I wanted to pay that off and, you know, reopen a checking and savings account. She's like, okay, um, you know, it was, it wasn't, it was charged off, you know, just about five, six months ago. Because uh, I wasn't that home, I wasn't homeless that long, you know. I, you know, I grind, I grind, boy. But, anyways, um, so, so, you know, I'm we talking, and she's like, well, it's up to the branch manager. And I'm like, okay, so I wait out in the lobby, and she's like, how much did you want to deposit? And I was like, well, you know, I got about 1300 bucks here, but, you know, minus the 200 and some change, it'll be just over $1,000. I want to, you know, put 500 in the checking, 500 in the savings. She's like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's up to the discretion of the, uh, the branch manager. So the sister goes back, walks and uh, talks to uh, the branch manager. Man, this white woman looked out peeked her head out said something to the sister the sister came back with her head down she was like nah she 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 does she's not gonna let you do it but i'm like shit i didn't have the account you know previously you know before the shit you know hit the fan for me uh before i made some poor choices you know i didn't had the account for three four years you know what i'm saying a lot of money then came and went through that account and I'm just like, you know, I didn't even fight it. And I was like, you know, I was kind of defeated. The sister, she, you know, she told me, she was like, hey, go to a credit union, you know, talk to them. They'll definitely work with you because, you know, your credit score isn't bad at all. You know, you just got this one ding on there at the time I did. And, uh, you know, they'll work with you. You know, it was just pretty much up to her discretion to say yes or no. And, uh, you know, I thanked her. I was like, I appreciate you giving me that advice. So hop on the bus go over to uh, uh sac uh federal credit union and i'm like hey i want i need to open an account and she's like okay cool uh go through the paperwork and she's like only thing you need to do is take care of your balance with first national bank i'm like okay and then you'll be good to go so you take care of that bring me the receipt we'll get you set up with a savings uh checking in a savings account so i'm like all right cool all right that's that's what's up so i was like i'll be back tomorrow so didn't have to work the next day so i head up to uh, first national bank on ames this is when they just built it so i head up there and um i don't know if this is when they just built it but i head up head up there and uh yeah to the new one yeah it was the new one i headed up there um I, and i was like hey um i need to speak with somebody about you know paying off a balance and uh the latina sister she's like uh she's like okay yeah yeah just come on over here and we'll you know we'll talk it out blah 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 and i'm like yeah i just need to pay this and going about my merry way she was like well you pay this we can get you set back up with a savings and a checkings i'm like nah i went downtown they said that they wouldn't do it for me she's like well it's up to the discretion of the branch manager and i'm like all right well let's just see what happens you know i've been fucking with y'all for some years y'all ain't ever did me wrong until this point and so the uh, hispanic uh sister was like okay yeah let me just talk to the branch manager branch manager was a sister she comes in she talks to me she's like you gonna pay this balance in full i was like yeah i'm gonna go ahead and take care of that and i'm gonna put 500 in checking 500 savings she's like it don't matter if you put a dollar in there just as long as you take care a dollar in each account just as long as you take care of that balance you know we'll do right by you you know and uh go ahead and set up your accounts and you know that just i just felt like it just took the weight off my shoulders i'm just like are you serious i'm like you know i was so grateful for, for these three women you know because the first time i went to the bank <clears throat> first time i went you know the sister was like 
you know, hey, just hit, just, you know, I know they're kind of strict here. They're kind of conservative at First National at this, at this, uh, with this bank. So head of credit, credit union, you know, they'll definitely work with you. So I appreciate her giving me that advice, you know, and looking out for me as far as, you know, looking out for a brother who wants to, you know, basically have his own checkings and savings account and being on that right path, you know, and, and, and I appreciate, you know, the Hispanic lady for helping me out and, you know, talking with the branch manager. And I appreciate the branch manager for giving me that green light because now I got a few commas, you know, in my bank account now is pretty nice, even though I'm saving up for a house, but still just grateful for that opportunity of giving me a second chance. And so that's why I say not all heroes wear capes. You know, I just I saw the. uh the uh the hispanic lady it was that was the one who i saw on my route and you know and she just threw up her hand because that's all that's all who i deal with now when i go deposit hard cash um that's all i deal with if i'm not transferring funds from different accounts that's that's all who i deal with i just deal with her and that's it boom i need to deposit some money i personally go and talk to her i ain't gonna put her on blast but you know just i just want to be thankful you know for her you know um you know doing that and then thankful to the branch manager you know at the Ames location for you know uh you know giving me that second shot you know because it was just some dumbass circumstances for me not being smart and then just getting that second chance so just shout out to those three women so i just wanted to say that and uh you know not all heroes wear capes all right so i misspoke a little bit saying that that was a banker that i used to deal with this this the latina that i always deal with at the beginning of uh not all heroes wear capes but uh moving on to uh health over wealth you know what i say without your health you can't enjoy your wealth but we're gonna flip it today i got some advice for some of these ladies out here and some of you fellas so we're gonna talk a little bit about turning followers into dollars so i gave some hustles before about 30 20 30 episodes ago uh side hustles you can do to generate money uh but i see there's a lot of people on my facebook and uh instagram who i i know personally and then some that i just kind of know they have a, a shitload of followers but you know they're not making any money off of it so there's um there's some people that have like tens of thousands of followers on facebook and i want you to do it more uh more so for the dollars instead of the likes if that makes sense um you know like pimp c said you know pimping ain't dead it just moved to the web he said that you know over a decade ago and um you know what's crazy now is you know there's you can sell so much shit online and you can either you can always you know loan out you know your your followers you know to sell something so case in point so say you got you know uh, 20,000 followers on Facebook, you know, and every time you go live, it goes crazy, you know, with all these likes and thumbs up and shit like that, because you're creating engaging content, you know, and especially if you're a lady, you know, a, a nice little pretty lady, you might want to look into a website called uh, Connect Pal. So basically, this this is a uh, a website where you can post pictures and videos of quote unquote exclusive content, and to actually access it. You know members need to pay a fee i think it's about 10 bucks a month you know and you just need to keep engaging them so so 
so like ladies you could you know if you ain't ashamed of your body and shit like that you know you could flash a titty or you know flash a butt cheek or something on uh connect pal you know and dudes will go crazy for that they'll pay for that shit because i mean some of y'all doing it right now for free 99 and you might as well get you know get some ducats about these negroes you know what i'm saying so that's that's always one connect pal you can also you know if you got your fitness game on point uh, or, you know, you had enough money, you know, you took your tax return and got, you know, some, some work done on your tummy and, you know, uh, you got that fat transferred from your tummy to your butt cheeks and, uh, you ain't got no hips. I mean, you ain't got no thighs or no hips, but you got a protruding butt cheek. You could, uh, actually get on your flat tummy T uh, hustle. You know, a lot of times they'd be paying people from five to $10,000 to promote you know using their product even though people don't even be using that product a lot of these women on ig and uh facebook and twitter you know they, a lot of them you know get get some work done you know go down to the dr and you know get a two thousand dollar you know tummy tuck or you know get some fat sucked from their tummy and you know shoved in their ass and crack so that's that's another that's another hustle that flat tummy t i mean could you imagine all you're doing is taking a couple of pictures holding up the product showing your stomach like hey i've been using my flat tummy t for i don't know how long you see some of these celebrities doing it too because they hard up for some goddamn money but 10 racks is 10 racks so that, those are some hustles for the ladies you also can reach out to a lot of these um these up-and-coming uh artists um up-and-coming whoever you know to promote their uh their music uh promote their shows and things like that like i said i got a couple of uh couple of chicks that i know on deck in january you know i'm gonna get some t-shirts rolling out and uh have them basically you know promote that you know because they got a few thousand followers tens of thousands of followers you know throw them a t-shirt and you know just basically have them promote for me you know the uh the podcast to get it out to the masses and get it out to more people um so that's uh, you know and you ladies could actually you know start charging fees for a promo you know so basically you know rocking a t-shirt or a video of you on ig listening to a track and then you have the link in your bio or something like that or like check out this artist on twitter or uh, check them out on soundcloud yada 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 so you could definitely do that so those are some three hustles uh you know for the ladies that they could definitely do so you could do that connect pal deal if you uh if you ain't strained if you ain't you know shame face to you know flash a titty or two you know or a butt cheek you know um and you get them subscriptions popping because i mean a lot of y'all do that live on facebook now for likes and uh and pokes and shit like that and you ain't getting a dime off that shit so you need to stop that you set up that connect pal i believe it's free to set up you know and you might as well you know tease them on facebook and like hey see more here at my connect pal or connect pal.com slash i don't know uh, uh wet titty diva or some shit like that you know what i'm saying so and then the next one uh like i said is that flat tummy t you know if you're on your fitness game or you want to fake like you're on your fitness game you got a lot of followers on ig and you got a banging body you know you know take a picture with your sports bra and uh in your sports bra holding that flat tummy t and you got five to ten racks easily and you also can do promo for up and coming artists you know uh you know and i gave you i gave you the the, the gist of that so those are the three so connect pal flat tummy t and uh doing promo but you got to do the work you got to do the work i mean y'all can y'all do a great job of looking cute online and you know taking all these pictures and doing all these videos and shit like that you know start turning that shit into some money get your hustle on and then for my fellas out there a lot of y'all 
you know you got the award-winning smile and uh you know you got the chisel six-pack and all this other shit and you up here just posing just trying to get some hoes and shit like that you need to get on your fitness game and you know start uh you know start up your own little because you can also do the connect pal hustle too i ain't telling you to flash flash your asshole or your nutsack but you can get on there and actually have subscribers pay you and you can do little fitness videos like this is how i keep my my chest chiseled this is how i get, get these rock hard abs and shit like that or you know um other things you can also can do promo too you know you can also promote other artists and um websites and uh podcasts radio shows just anything up and coming also you know so instead of using your your profile just to you know get some likes from some pretty ladies or you know hopping some dms and flashing your dick you know you might as well get paid for it so that's really all i got for y'all on this show it's a little bit longer because i kind of shorted y'all last week with the holiday and shit like that i had a bunch of shit to do um and i'll see y'all next week uh much love and respect to all of y'all out there and uh you know keep fighting the good fight and uh black folks you know we really gotta wake up i love y'all but we gotta wake up and we really have to hit the gym you know and get our political game in order and get our economics game in order so we can be competitive you know so we can stop being a fucking underclass all right like i said i love y'all one You think of pulling his Glock Matter of fact, my nigga got a gun to his back Squeeze three, turn him around and give him a smack Take the joint off his waist and hit him with that Shit is for real, so niggas better get it and chill Nate the bullets that'll kill, it's a nigga with will Just give me the word, all my niggas get it with birds I'm from the hood, so I stood on the curb Nigga, you heard? Die in the wall, I probably resurrect on the floor Then get up, yelling for more, banging the fall Nigga, we made, touch more niggas than AIDS Bust my gun at the sun just to sit in the we living it up, got big niggas shriveling up Sick in they house, dying with they dick in they mouth Pitching I swing, you ought to be kissing my ring I'm doing my thing, lawyer money out of the bing You gon' either be a cow or the king Cream of the crop, one phone call and the Nina's a pop Loving the wealth, fucking I'ma do it myself For my juvenile niggas, what? state pen niggas what? LOX niggas, what? and made men niggas Run in the truck, hit the dashboard, yeah. turn on the lights I hit the switch twice, some shit come out that's in your life Reads revolve there's no shells, who the fuck gon' tell? But for the big crews, I let my shit go brat at y'all fairies And watch I make a pile like the World Series is one I told y'all about fucking with son Study my guns from the biggest to the littlest ones 22 behind the air And the big shit that we kill deers with Be on the roof on some dead president shit Long scope, barrel all open to the public, I love it Fuck it, after take the rifle home and hug it What you know about that love? Black gloves, no backup Only this vest, only these tefts, only these lefts Fisherman knives they cutting your chest If I get jerked It's like one nigga in the army That fuck up The whole squad Gonna do push-ups Till somebody pays me But instead of calisthenics Y'all gonna push up daisies You crazy? Now what the fuck Was y'all thinking? I'll leave your body Where your boys be at For a weekend Niggas coming out the store Like what the fuck Is that shit? 
That shit is fucking trash, dog. Get the fuck off the airwaves. Snigger with the lost cats. Bad boys and made men. Mad mayhem. We'll leave you all tied and shot up. At the day's end, spraying rounds in you. From every level caliber, my calico's automatically mechanical. Botanical garden doja. Fuck a sergeant with my folder. Roll like red October over small soldier. Your flak jacket won't react when I splash it. Your dome's gonna catch it off my laser beam gadget. Still your bitch like a bass in the game of baseball. And don't sweat, looking for E. I can't wait to face y'all. If my name's called out, y'all niggas gonna fall out of position. Cause punk MC in his life stitching. Get hung from third tier in your underwear. Pour lighter fluid in your head. Spark it up for the new year. With eight pounds of heavy metal like a rock star. Twin Berettas, I hold vendettas. Positions locked down. I'm with the locks now. You better clear your block now. My gatting average, stay a thousand. A major league. I make you bleed. My aim's bueno. We play no games with you niggas cause you small prey. I clap you in your hallway. Run you for all your riches. While bums fucking all your bitches. I play the back. Press playback. You know that. My team wanna hear that. They bloodthirsty. Certainly. Kill those who hurt me. My made man worthy. Putting slugs through your derby. Benzino make you finito. You're all done. Don't trust a nigga in the back while you ride a shotgun. With your wild criminal skill to kill when the beat spills. Sparking to a windmill. Cold hearted. Feel the chill. Internationally known. Nationally recognized. Locally accepted from my peeps in the streets. Cause they know I rep it. Don't get caught in the path for something that is man made. Something hell raised. Bread to twist a nigga sideways. It's wild all over. They starting out young. The shells come and hell come. They kicking dust from the south's dirty, dirty. Up north is filthy. The east is a jungle. The west is wild. Feel me? So I spit the hot shit like Glock clips if the end. You feeling and receiving what dispersed from the other end. Jesus got the strength for 20 men high off the head. Got no other way to live my life but living in sin. Cause Rosemary's baby got the devil within. I make it hot when you wanna blow the spot. Say when or say locks and made men, nigga.